Welcome to Bukatsu Podcast, Episode 1. Today we're looking at games from E3, little E3 review, talking about what we're most excited for. Uh, It's your boy, Jabs1016, a.k.a. Ezekiel. We've got... (laughs) Bri. Bri, yeah, we got (laughs) Ebri. And uh, Alex. Yeah, Alex, so yeah, what what should we talk about first? I think I think we should save save what we're most excited for to the end. Okay. So well, let's let's we, uh just go with the script. Sure. Okay. What you guys what do you guys feel about E three overall? Uh I don't know actually. I really didn't keep up with it too much besides Sony. Um yeah. But I'm kind of interested to see how that Microsoft Scorpio plays out, um, especially with Sony not announcing their Neo console. Um, since that's supposed to kind of be their entry in a 4K, and it sounds yeah. like Microsoft's kind of meeting them with their Xbox S. Xbox right X, Xbox Scorpio. But uh, little little tangent. I'm pretty sure the the Neo the release date has been leaked. I, I think they weren't expecting Xbox to bring out the Scorpio. Is is kind yeah. of what I'm I'm thinking happened. Yeah, it was kind of a big move, and a lot of people are wondering how they're going to pull the price down to a point where people are actually going to buy it. And I mean, I assume that they wouldn't just price it at you know eight hundred dollars, and you could just get a PC for that price. But um, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I I I think for. They did catch everyone, especially Sony, off guard. I think for Sony, their big thing was VR. That's that's that was gonna be their big move. Definitely. Yeah, I think they uh, I think they're really trying to win that space. And I think with the Morpheus, I think that you have. I mean, PS4 sold 40 million units worldwide. Yeah. So I think they see that as kind of they can put their stamp on VR, even though you have competitors like the Rift and the Vive, I think you're selling to the largest probable consumer base if you yeah. consider about VR-ready PCs or consoles. And and so speaking of VR, what... And, you know, Evan, what do you, what do you guys feel about VR? Because we, we saw a lot come out. Do you, do you think we're pushing the VR, the VR market too quickly, or what? I mean, I wouldn't say we're pushing it too quickly... It's one of those things where, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna come out and obviously there's probably gonna be issues, pros and cons, things people don't like, things people do like, but it's gonna, you know, evolve over time. I feel like starting it sooner will just get us to a point where, you know, it's what everyone kind of envisions when they think of VR, you know, from, you know, everyone has a vision of VR, virtual world, they want to get completely immersed, that sort of thing. We'll get to that point sooner than yeah, later. But, you know, but what, bring it out now, rather what happens when the first string of VRs don't perform well? You know, it's tough to say. Um, realistically, there are a lot of times where things, you know, when things come out, things flop, but then something <laughs> the happens down the line, they tweak things. <laughs> They, exactly, exactly. Like, Talk about like the move. The move. Thing. Like, you know, they, they were. They're... I'm not too worried about it myself. 
just because I feel like it's too big of a big too big to fail yeah process for okay yeah exactly I mean and and it's it's not only with with Sony uh, we got Connect. Microsoft everyone else and the Connect well the Connect sort of worked also failed but I think everyone is going everyone is pushing for VR everyone's pushing for next next immersion um, you know we have in video games even in movies like you have 4D movies now. And so everyone's trying to get the next step into immersion. So I, I, I think, especially with also our 4K consoles coming out, VR is a decent step to be moving into. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm glad to see that Sony has a lot of games lined up for it. And yeah. uh, they seem to be smaller titles, but I was uh, reading an interview with Andrew House today, and he was saying that um, because they're smaller titles, he's seeing them kind of in the twenty to forty dollar price range, uh, which again, yeah. but it's good. The games are in that price range. The games are in that price range, but <laughs> the VR hardware is the price of a console. Oh yeah, definitely. But um, I don't know. I just think that you basically got two high definition screens right in front of your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I just think I don't know. I, but Definitely. Feel, yep. Is it? Is it? Are the are the small titles gonna dig a hole for VR? Because you know you have you have like the the Final Fantasy 15 VR, but it's who who are you controlling? Prompto. Uh, the Prompto. side. Yeah. Thank it, you. Can remember it, his name. It's like a side side story, and it's very small. It's gonna. I feel it might give itself. Just a, a niche, this this kind of extra, which you know I don't want to miss out on games because they're only VR. But I, I think they might have to start doing more with it. Yeah, I mean, personally, I don't get the feeling that you're gonna have to choose. I feel like if it's kind of a big name game or like a big name kind of series. You're not just going to get, you know, a separate VR title that you're going to miss out on, that kind of thing. It's just going to be... Which, getting back to the price issue, which is why, yeah, it looks a little bit expensive, but when you think about it, it really it's, is its, its own, own console, yeah. thing. Plus, if you bought a Move, yeah, which so... failed, like I did, I already <laughs> have a controller, so I'm, I'm ahead of the game. Plus, I feel like, like we were saying, if the game's really in that 20 to $40 range kind of makes it even out over time because you're going to have the people that buy it right away regardless. You're going to have people that wait. Price is probably going to drop. The games are already a little cheaper than the console game itself. You know, in my eyes that kind of evens it out a little bit. Still looks low price to me, but... And yeah, it's just added uh, padding for some of these uh, games, like Final Fantasy. It's really just getting another experience that you're not even paying for. You're just gonna miss out on it if you don't have VR. Yeah, it just sounds a little weird now that I say it out loud. But. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. And so, what? Of course, since for the most part we're talking PlayStation, Sony. What what VR game are you most excited for? Evan, you can take that first because I have to actually think about this. I uh, personally, I would have to say it's between two for me. Mm. There is the Batman VR, Rocksteady, 
that's kind of a big deal. Are you playing that right now? I am playing that right now, actually. <laughs> Rocksteady, you know, <laughs> Arkham Knight. Get my play in, obviously. I'm a fan of them, fan of the games. I think it'll be good. The also the other one I you know had up there was the actual the X Wing virtual. It is just like a virtual mission inside of a bigger game, but that was kind of a big deal for me. You know, everyone's always wanted to you know pilot the X Wing, be that guy, be that girl, whoever you are. You know, wants to play out that scenario, and I feel like you know that's a big deal for me as well. Yeah, did you ever play? Uh, I don't remember what it's called. It was like X Wing. Maybe it's X Wing Tie Fighter. I feel like that sounds like a dumb played name. that at some point, right? Right, and that's <laughs> just the game. And I mean, uh, you could give me those old graphics and just put them right in front of my face, and I would do that. Um, I guess I'm excited about. I don't know if picking picking a Resident Evil is kind of cheating, um, because. I don't know, it just feels like the most fleshed out to me. Yeah. I am excited for, like, those... I didn't realize they were doing this, but that, um... You know the PSVR console? Or, not console, VR bundle? Comes with, like, PlayStation Worlds, I think it's called? Right. Yeah, VR Worlds. Yeah, I'm very excited for that, because they have that uh, game, The Heist. And they have a kind of... the packing in a bunch of smaller games into it. I was, um, wasn't so. aware what, what games were in there. Yeah. Uh, for me... You know, I'll, I'll take I'll take a step where no one's expecting. I'm excited for the Hatsune Miku game. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. No, no. Actually, yeah, I gotta go with Alex. Uh, Resident Evil. Um, you know, everyone's whatever you want to say about the RE series. I'm I'm excited for it. Much like he's saying, it it's kind of one that's most fleshed out. And feels like it will be a full game, and I, I think that's important. Just forgot to mention, I totally forgot Psychonauts: Rhombus of Ruin. And uh, you guys know, is I'm that kinda, VR? Yes, that's a uh, VR only thing. Right, right. It's the prequel to to Part Two. Right, it's, it's exactly. That, it's it's the chain of memories exactly. to your Psychonauts. It's it's the bridge, um, and. Uh, it looks, I, I haven't seen any video. I don't know if they have any video out yet, but people are talking about like you're playing as Raz, the main character, and you're like sit, just sitting there at a table with other people. And uh, Tim Schafer is like, you know, when I play VR, I immediately get sick faster than anybody. So I tried to have a very controlled experience. Apparently, it's kind of like you just, it's very relaxed, but you're doing all those kind of mind control things where you're like jumping into other people's minds and seeing, you know, their kind of take on things, and then also doing kind of the silly things the Psychonauts games yes. are known for. Speaking of that, that's that's what I'm I'm worried about. You guys you guys know how much I love 3D games, Hello Portal. And so I'm I'm worried about how how much will VR, you know, kind of ostracize those that get motion sick. Like I you you guys know from experience. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, that, that quick movement, and I even heard it on when they were mentioning the the VR, that, you know, playing at 60 FPS, you get you get sick very quickly. And yeah. so what, it's, it's, it's something that's definitely going to have to be figured and uh, fleshed out, I think, as, as they move along with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'm starting to get 
a little six from some video games too. I mean, I remember we were talking about The Witness, which I love. Oh, geez, yeah. I cannot play because my game uh, really makes you sick really quickly. Um, so I think you know part of it was that you, know, you got to have the frame rate up, and you got to kind of make it so that the Morpheus or sorry PSVR really kind of moves with your head, so you're not turning, and then you know the camera isn't turning with you because mm. uh, you know then your brain thinks you're poisoned, and then that's how it all goes to hell. Um, so I hope I, I hope that for gamers like us, uh, they do consider that because uh, I don't want to have to pop a drama mean anytime I want to play twenty minutes of you know whatever VR game. Yeah. All right, so that that's enough for for VR. Uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about games that are coming soon. Let's talk about games that are coming soon. So I'm looking here. So not Persona. Oh, don't go there. Uh, welcome to Japan. <laughs> oh. uh, that's, uh. that's T minus three three months. T-minus three hours. It's going <laughs> to drop today. <laughs> I'm wait. I'm waiting outside of the store. No, this so... A, this, we have a reporter on scene. <laughs> <laughs> there are signs of fighting. There's looting. <laughs> There's a man with a katana. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, so let's see. Game, games coming out soon. And games we've been waiting for. You have Last Guardian. Yes. Um, the the Kingdom Hearts bundle, I guess. Two point eight. Yeah. Uh, any others coming soon that you guys can think of? Other than some VR titles. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, honestly. You know, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy fifteen. Mm. Fifteen. Kind of yeah. gonna hit a lull in uh big yeah. games dropping, I think. And so let, let's look at what was that first one? Um, Last Guardian. Last Guardian, yeah. What what do you guys how are you guys feeling about Last Guardian? I am slightly worried. Um, I am a huge fan of Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, mm-hmm. How can you not be? If you, I mean, if you're a heathen like Evan, maybe, and you haven't played it, yeah. maybe you don't realize I, just how amazing that game is. I mean, have have you played Eco? Uh, see, that's the problem. Exactly. Uh, so we we can't talk. <laughs> but I, I tried playing Eco because uh, it came with that uh, PS3 yeah. HD collection. Yeah. And I just it was hard to get into because you're just dragging that girl around, and uh, it's not really f- a fun combat game. But there mm. is combat, so you kind of you can tell it's going somewhere. But I was not enough of a good person. Yeah, just, stick with it. And just I saying, kind of, yeah. Just saying, we're not we're not one to judge Evan. That's let's, true. That's true. Let's leave but the anyway. man, Let's leave the boy alone. Okay. Okay. So so yeah, you you're worried about Last Guardian. Yeah, because and I I honestly get that eco feeling from it. E- right. More more so than Shadow. than with Shadow. Okay. Yeah, because. I, you're kind of walking around this time. The pet's kind of dragging you around, but yeah, and and it's it's they've intentionally made it so that it's hard to control, you know, especially towards the start of the game. 
Did they say that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. he, yeah. They've made it so that it's it's not obeying you. You have to earn his trust. And but really that's that's not what I'm worried about. I I feel like I explained uh Gorilla's poster. I explained to you guys with with uh Bat versus Superman what I was what I was worried about that. It it just felt like they said, here's this movie you've been waiting for, be excited. And I feel that's kind of what's happening with Last Guardian. We we heard about years ago, it disappeared, and now they're like, oh, here here it comes, be excited. Sorry guys. Uh. And so we we've gone so much without information, and now we're supposed to be excited. <laughs> Sorry guys, I uh, reason we're laughing is. When I watched the Superman vs. Batman trailer, I was on a crusade thinking that Superman had killed <laughs> Batman's parents, and that was the reason they were fighting. And uh, I just I didn't watch the trailer. He wants some plot. He wants some plot twist. Just tell me that I'm an idiot. Yeah, I was like, oh man, that's such Take a good plot twist. And they're like, <laughs> I mean, I can vaguely see how you're getting oh, there, but that new origin story. Clearly not what happened. So I apologize for that. No, yeah, I just feel we 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 don't have that much information about the game. Yeah, and that's, nice. I mean, of course, it's it's by a trusted studio. You know, they've done Eco, they've done Shadow, but I feel part of those games they were they were unexpected, especially Eco. Eco didn't become pop really popular until after Shadow. Eco was a cult game, cult classic. Shadow came out, people went back and played it. It's true. And yeah. so, are they... Is this game going to have the same, this is a cult classic feel? Or is it going to be a true AAA with that feel? I, I think there's there's still a lot of unknown uh, with the game. That, that does have me worried. Especially, again, since game disappeared, it showed up. And they said, oh, here's the date. We we have nothing. We're st- we're, I feel we're still in the dark. And that's what's worried me. I wouldn't say... Obviously, I haven't played any of the games. I'm not coming from, you know, the same point of view. But for me, I wouldn't say I'm worried. Looking from... We'll, we'll call it the outside. Looking from the outside in. You know, it it looks like it'll be a good game to me. It looks like it has everything it needed for the presentation to get you interested, that yeah. sort of thing. And, I mean, I feel like the biggest issue they may come up against, like you said, is who's actually going to play the game. Like, someone like me may not necessarily jump right in. Like I said. Yeah, you're, you're not exactly. pre-ordering the, the collector's edition. It's game that, oh, that's good, you know, Maybe I'll wait, see what people think about it, then might jump on it later. One of those things. It's not a new game coming out that you think, oh, this I have to get this right now. One of those type games. Again, just me, Fair but, enough. you know, a little different perspective than, you know, obviously someone coming from a background. One thing I wanted to say was... Um... This is tracking way back to an earlier point. When you said that the... What is it? Is it the Guardian? Is that the creature thing? Yeah, it doesn't really Tor- listen to you. Toriko. 
Toriko. Okay, that little oh. pup um, doesn't listen to you. It's kind of like aggro in Shadow of the Colossus, which I think worked out very well. Because um, aggro's uh, your horse in that game, and he will not listen to you if you tell him to do something <laughs> stupid. If you're trying to like run at a cliff, he'll just... He'll be pulling his head, and he'll just be like, nope, not going to do it. I mean, and then just I mean, run a sensible way. That's fair, but mm-hmm. aggro wasn't like an integra- integral part of puzzles that intentionally sabotaged you. Didn't, didn't, that's fair. Didn't put that mechanic where he's like, oh, you need aggro to cross the bridge. And aggro says, nah, I'm going to run, run halfway across the world. And so it, it, all, de- it all depends on how how strong that mechanic is in the game. Yeah. Um, like I said, I just have, uh, I, I think I have faith in them t- to do a non-typical, uh, <laughs> we are getting some terrible <laughs> Skype call quality right now. I have faith in them to do a non, uh, to do a good job with sort of non-standard interaction between uh, player and AI. Yeah, but either way, excited for excited for it. Um, I think I think I'll get it. Cool. Yeah, probably around lunchtime. But I have all those other games I have to to play. Not gonna lie, I heard you. I thought you said lunchtime. I thought you said lunchtime too. (laughs) I gotta go eat. Gotta go eat. Okay. Um. I think that about covers it for Last Guardian. Guardian, right? yeah. Anybody yeah. else have anything? No, I, I just think it's... Unfortunately, I don't think it will... You know, as a indie indie game, eco-marked uh, PS2. Yep. Um, Shadow was kind of one of the top indie games for PS3. I, I don't Shadow think it's... Shadow was on PS2. Shadow was also on PS2. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. But it was a towards the end of PS2. Um, yes. Definitely, definitely a big game, big strides forward. I don't know if Last Guardian will will have that, and so I think I'm I'm excited for the game. I'm gonna get it, but I just feel it's that's part of what everyone's excited for. That feeling that Eco and Colossus gave, and I don't think we'll get that. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, how can you live up to being one of the most? I mean, when people say video games can be art, they point at Shadow Colossus. Yeah, and I don't. Know, I think you can live up to that, and uh, certainly, it being ten years later, it's gonna make it hard. Yeah, but we'll see. We can talk about that come what October? October. All right. And- I'm not too busy with my head in the VR. <laughs> just, just VR your your guardian. That's right. And so, speak, speaking of games that are kind of... And so we'll leave this mostly to you, Alex. Coming coming from a history on PS2, PS3, Detroit. Yeah, admittedly. Um, Detroit bit, become yeah. human. It's a bit fuzzy for me. Uh, I played Indigo Prophecy, which is uh, Quantic Dreams. And Heavy Rain. Yeah, uh... Quantic Dreams, was that their first game, or is it their first popular game? I'm not sure. And it really... Um, I know a lot of people knock 
David Cage a little bit because they think that he's not really necessarily a great storyteller. And while that might be true, I think that he, uh, you look at those games and they are very different to what else people are putting out at the time. He has a very cinematic sort of feel to his games. Um, and that's why I always get interested when I see, you know, that they're making a game. I also played, uh, beyond, uh, what's that? Beyond two, souls. two souls or something. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Another really good game. And, um, they're just these, so there's a, there is some illusion of choice because, uh, you know that you can't program for every single possibility that the player's going to make, but I never have questioned it less when I'm playing his games. Uh, like in The Walking Dead, you know, it gets kind of obvious when if I save someone and they don't speak for the next two chapters that, oh, well, I, th- I think they're going <laughs> to die anyways. <laughs> um, but Heavy Rain, I really liked. I actually wanted to replay that. They have the Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls collection on PS4 right now uh, for like 40 bucks, I think, which is honestly a pretty good deal because um, those are both pretty decently long games and uh they're just very gripping you know when you're in it when you're playing it you really feel like to me at least you feel like you're that character and you can really uh kind of empathize and a lot of times i just i don't get that sense of attachment when i'm playing other games so uh detroit was kind of interesting um admittedly i don't think it's the most interesting plot uh he's david cage said i'm gonna do it a little bit differently this time i'm gonna make the humans the bad guys and the ai's the good guys and i'm like okay well that's kind of it's a bit of a retread <laughs> it's also it's also not not very new no but but i don't know they seem i mean they really tried to go at length to show you how much your choice could affect the outcome so yeah i think for a lot of people the going from taking him seriously to sort of being like, well, he, somebody who described, somebody described him as sort of the Wizard of Oz because he's painting this picture that looks like every choice matters, but in reality, only one or two actually do. Yeah. I I mean, but I think part of that is, was the, the hardware limitation. We're, we're mm-hmm. kind of PS4, we're next gen. There, there is a chance that we can, of course, you know, with permutation, of course with permutations, they can't put in, you know, millions of choices, you know. Yeah. No, we, can't and, put, uh, we can't put in all the many choices, but we can definitely give more options and, you know, relink, relink different choices. And so I, I, I think, I, I'm not sure if it's going to make it as such as you were saying with Walking Dead. You save a character, <laughs> they stop talking, you realize they're going to die, it didn't matter. I, I think there can, there, I think with the hardware now, there should be the possibility where your choice does have some sort of, you know, effect up until it doesn't. Okay. Uh, just like I said, I always thought he did better than. Here's my most thing, games, though. But a lot of people, yeah, the issue with the choice doesn't matter. That sort of thing. 
they're getting the feedback that people want, you know, more choices, things to matter, that sort of, you know, go that sort of route. But the problem is what ends up happening is they're giving you more choices that still don't matter. You get more choices before the fact, but in the end, there's really only two outcomes, so they don't really matter. But, okay, okay, the the choices might give you, you might, they might still lead you down the same, to the same finale, but the story, the inside story can change, and I think that that's, that's something that can be big. Like, for example, with, with Catherine awesome game mm-hmm. great that game your choices don't change the inside of the story it just changes the end and so you go yeah. back and you're playing your new choices you go eh, this doesn't really matter it it's literally it's not really giving it that much replay value here you can change you know the the core of the story even if even if the uh the outcome doesn't change. And I think I think that would be kind of important. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is always nice to just, even if it just takes you on a different path, but the course is still the same overall. It's just, it just, uh, it draws you in. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think, yeah, so, you know, E3, Last Guardian, Detroit, you know, VR, they're all big, big things we got from E3. Um, excited. And, you know, we still have more to talk about. And so that was uh, episode one, Bukatsu podcast. And so, guys, thanks, thanks. for listening. Uh, we'll there might be an episode talk- two. We'll continue talking about, you know, E3, games we're excited for, uh, disappointments on episode two. Uh, Jabs1016, a.k.a. Ezekiel, signing out, Bukatsu Podcast. Okay. Yes, welcome to Bukake Podcast. All right. <laughs> Where all we right. talk about all your Bukake needs. <laughs> No, no, real talk. Welcome to Bukake Podcast, episode one. <laughs> Today we're talking. <laughs> Yo, we gotta do serious. Someone's got. You, someone's got to be serious today. What y'all laughing? What y'all laughing at for? Fucking said it, man. Said what? I said Bukake that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do that on purpose. <laughs>